from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Council misses another deadline to announce a CBD cinema operator. More promises, but still no names on new tenants. The Commonwealth Hotel Agreement for leasing has progressed, but again no names. Councillors divided on the cost of renewing a lease for a student study help service by Ipswich Libraries. Meanwhile, this month's Community Culture Arts and Sports Committee had no new items to consider. And the city to get galvanised. It's Tuesday, August 10, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ipswich City Council held its August round of committee meetings on August 5 during a lockdown. All were conducted by using Microsoft Teams video conferencing and live streamed on YouTube. Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee heard more words of encouragement about the future tenants, but still there was nothing concrete in terms of naming names of retailers. Here's Councillor Marnie Doyle on the state of leases. In our report, um, I can see... um in relation to the, the leasing status summary, um, there's a couple of changes from, from last month. Um, the most notable being that we have, um, it looks like our first lease executed, but um, given that we are uh, once again in, in lockdown, um, it almost seems like one step forward and, and a few steps back. Chair of the Retail Sub-Project Committee, James Hepburn, painted a rosy picture but still won't reveal any names. Firstly, fantastic news. Um, the, the lease that has been executed is um, for a tenancy within the Eats building, um, which is the first phase of the, the retail um, development that we're progressing. Um, that essentially leads it for a handover to the tenant later in uh, September, early October, with an opening before year-end, ideally around end of October, early November. But in relation to the the, the recent COVID issues, um, well, I think we're having to generally track day-to-day what the handover to the tenant looks like uh, and, and how they might um, resource um, a, a shop fit out team to get into Ipswich and into the unit to deliver their shop um, as it stands because of the commercial inconfidence we're unable to say who that tenant is uh, right now but we, we hope to be able to announce that in, in the not so distant future along with um, a couple of other exciting deals that are progressing so unfortunately it's a bit of a, uh, a watch this space um, as the world around us evolves um, but all in all, I would say it is good news um, that Ipswich is attracting some really good quality tenants and that we've managed to secure our first agreement for lease. Mr Hepburn also announced to the committee another two leasing deals. Those two deals are actually three different brands. So to explain, one of them um, is a leisure operator who has two brands. One is a large, well-known gym and the other is a yoga studio. Those will sit above the Eats building, which is fantastic news. Um, and the the second um, second operator is a retail services operator um, known reasonably well locally and, and also a great national brand. And they will be moving into the Metro B building. Um, so all in all, um, we're reporting good progress, I think, on 
the, the general retail leasing. Councillor Marnie Doyle. Just confirmation for residents that might be visiting the uh, Nicholas Street precinct and, and can see construction going on. Um, if you are heading down the Nicholas Street precinct from Brisbane Street, uh, on the left, the construction there is Eats, is that correct? And then further down on the right is our Metro B building under construction. Yes, indeed it is. Uh, and they are very much our, um, our development delivery construction names. I suspect as we move forwards, um, as you were walking down on the left-hand side, um, those properties will just fall into the Nicholas Street um, precinct naming, um, and then will be known as their numbering and the brand that, that sits within the, that, that property. Mm -hmm. um, the Metro element, again, is broken into two, Metros A and B, and B is the phase that we're delivering which um, essentially faces onto the Union Place uh, and the Commonwealth Hotel. Um, and, and we're yet to decide um, really whether we continue with the name Metro or we, we think of something else from the mall that, that links across to the train station from there. Mayor Theresa Harding raised the issue of the long-awaited announcement of a cinema operator. Mr Hepburn, I know that the, uh, the cinema operator tender closed yesterday. Are you able to... Let us know if we received any, and if so, um, what kind of response we received? Yes, I can talk to it. Um, it closed yesterday, which was a two-week delay on the original closure date. And that was due to, uh, I believe, a couple of parties requesting an extension um, relating mainly to operational issues, whereby as we moved into another lockdown, certainly um, uh, more severely in New South Wales, um, cinema operators are having to close some of their, their cinemas around the country. So the focus on, on parts of the business has to change. So we took that on board and, uh, and allowed two extra weeks for the submissions to come in. It's difficult for me to say a huge amount as, um, as I have not been made aware of, of a lot of what's going on by our procurement team. But um, I am advised um, that all shortlisted parties have submitted offers, which I, I personally think is absolutely fantastic news. Um, so I think along with, with many others, uh, and I'm sure we'll eagerly, eagerly await our procurement colleagues to process these submissions and advise on their conformity, which will allow our team to then assess them all and hopefully bring some good news back in due course. So we've had um, multiple submissions to the, I believe to the tender? I, I, think, I believe we've had, you know, certainly have multiple submissions, and, okay. and that is that all, all parties that had entered through the RI stage, I believe, have provided uh, a submission of, of one form or another. Discussion then moved to leasing the restored Commonwealth Hotel in Union Place. Mayor Harding. Are you able, again, if it's commercially in confidence, I'm not expecting you to answer, um, but a status on the leasing of the Commonwealth Hotel? Uh, Are you no, able to speak to that? Or? Yes, absolutely. Um, the Commonwealth Hotel is actually going very well. Um, we, we've spent quite a bit of time working on the extension um drawings uh, and what that looks like. We've had pre-development application discussions with our colleagues in planning and uh, the heritage sides of the council. And, and generally speaking, we're building up to submitting a DA, um, I believe in the coming weeks. Um, so so that, that side of it progressed as well. The, the agreement for lease has also um, um, progressed quite well with, in discussions with the legal, both of them representatives on the legal team. So we're really looking to close that down quite quickly and get the, the DA submitted. There's clearly a lot riding politically on councillors being seen to get the rest of the CBD redevelopment completed and fully tenanted. 
Committee Chair Marnie Doyle made these closing comments tinged with some frustration. You know, I know we are all passionate um, here at Council about the success of, of this project. You know, when we, we think about the, the bigger infrastructure, you know, that the city's um, trying to secure funding for, including the Ipswich to Springfield rail line, without a thriving CBD um, within Ipswich, it will be very hard to advocate and be successful for the extension of that train line. So, um, and, you know, just as importantly, um, you know, local families, are, you know, small businesses are the heart and soul um, of our community and, and a lot have businesses within our CBD. So there's a lot riding on this project. Um, and, and I like, you know, everyone, I guess, um, a little bit frustrated with the pace that, that things are, are progressing. But, um, you know, this is um, a very difficult uh, economic environment that, that that we're in at the moment and you know the market keeps shifting um, in relation to negotiations with prospective tenants um, as to who's got the the bargaining power and and what the expectations um, are around capital incentives for instance so it is a constant moving uh, feast and I um, applaud um, our team for um, staying on track and, and securing prospective tenants. The Governance and Transparency Committee got bogged down with its single item on the agenda this month, whether Council should renew a contract with a service called Studio City, available online through Ipswich Libraries to help students with their studies. The decline in use of this service had some councillors questioning its value for money. Mayor Harding. What is the best service we can provide these students? Um, and noting the fact that it is $33,000 a year, um, you know, in the midst of a COVID lockdown, we need to look for solutions that are value for money. And I guess I, I look at the fact, is this the best way to spend $33,000 to support between 25 and 80 students? Councillor Nicole Jonick was torn about the future of the service, owing to its costs and the drop in the number of users. Um, at the present time, given um, drop in numbers because of COVID uh, and other circumstances, I, I would definitely not want to cut off any type of lifeline to debt at the moment um, during their, you know, year 12 studies and tertiary studies. Um, so I would generally, uh, I guess, support extending this for another year to, um, to assess it uh, with some additional figures based on the next 12 months. Councillors decided to defer a decision on renewing the Studio City contract pending more detailed information before the next Ordinary Council meeting to be held on August 19. One of the surprises of the August round of Council committee meetings was the low number of items on several committees. The standout here was Community, Culture, Arts and Sport, which had no new items to consider and held the shortest committee meeting in living memory, about two minutes. This would have to be considered very unusual because four major activities of Council are overseen by this committee. And stepping out of the Council chambers for a moment, you may have seen advertising for Galvanised, Ipswich's new Festival of Heritage. 
It will showcase the best heritage experiences and events Ipswich has to offer across 10 days coming up from August 27 to September 5. You'll be able to be transported back in time by visiting iconic venues and historic sites and participating in open days, tours, demonstrations and workshops, COVID permitting. Walking tours through Ipswich Central and the historic top of town will reveal the early businesses and their importance on a growing city. You can also discover more about lost department stores and corner stores of Ipswich past. Just go to ipswichfestivals.com.au for more information. And a reminder, you'll find several handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.